I value my neck a lot more than 3,000 bucks, Chief. I'll find him for three, but I'll catch him and kill him for ten. And you're gonna make up your minds. You wanna stay alive and ante up? You wanna play it cheap? Be on welfare the whole winter. I don't want no volunteers. I don't want no mates. There's too many captains on this island. $10,000 for me by myself. For that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. Shut up and three fit more popcorn! Shut up and three fit more popcorn! Waka waka, y'all. What is up? Welcome to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. It's me, your boy Nicho, back at it again with a special movie to commemorate this week's Shark Week. I'm getting into Jaws the Revenge. That's right, the last in the series of Jaws. One movie I've been planning to do and it just miraculously happened to be shark week so i figured why the fuck not so sit back relax pour something because if if you want to play a little drinking game i got just the thing for you when you hear me say aqua take a drink just a note it ain't a lot but you know i say it quite a bit close to the end so make yourself something refreshing and enjoy the rest of the episode after a word from a new or old sponsor. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, it's me, Crazy Keith, the Crazy Keith's Metro Store, here to tell you all that cool crazy this weekend. We got king size bears for the price of four, queen size for the price of twin. And if you want to know how much a twin is, I'm going to have to give it away for free. Welcome back guys, like I said in the intro, to this episode is going to feature, it's going to feature, it's going to be about Jaws The Revenge, which came out in 1987. In July 17th, 1987. So we're on the... We're close to the... What? 34 years since its release. Um, Damn, that's crazy. Because I was... (laughs) Not to out myself, but I was born in May of that year. And I just turned 34. So damn, 34 years. We have yet to have another quote-unquote Jaws movie. I mean, if you want to count, like... The shark movie. Like, we had Deep Blue Sea and... It was the one, The Meg. That was a pretty good one, but it wasn't a Jaws movie. So, 34 years, no reboots, no, uh, what do they call them, reimaginings or whatever, remakes. Um, this one, I didn't even know this one existed. I grew up knowing that, well, as stupid as I was because I was a kid, I thought Jaws 1 and 2 were the same movie. Um but I remember Jaws 3 specifically because it was set in uh, SeaWorld, I believe. And I think it was supposed to be 3D, but when I remember the first time watching it, yeah, on I think it was like HBO at a motel. Uh, I want to say we were in Tennessee, 
But I remember watching it, laying up and uh, staying up with my brother and my dad, watching this goofy ass fucking Jaws. Movie. Like I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me that it was it was a Jaws movie. But uh, yeah, I didn't even know they made this one until, I mean, I was already in, like middle school, and uh, and yeah. So this one takes place years after the. It, it basically doesn't even acknowledge the third one, which if you think about it. The first and second one were kind of like centric to Amity Har was Amityville, Amity Harbor, with uh, Roy Schneider's character, uh, Sheriff Brody. This one, I mean, how how do I get into it? Um, <laughs> for once in the history of this podcast, I have a computer screen on the Wikipedia page in front of me. I have this information I can bounce off of. But you know me, I'm going to shoot from the hip because when I usually record, I'm just going off of the top of my head. That's why my podcast is uniquely crappy. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so let's just do this. I love how they have the cast. Like we got Mario Van Peebles, who eventually goes on to do New Jack City, and my favorite. Highlander 3 The Final Dimension um, We also have Lance Guest Well if you don't know who he is He has a he is a familiar face He was in The Last Starfighter If y'all remember that old school 80's film uh, We have Of course Lorraine Gary Who played Mrs. Brody Elaine Brody And we have Michael Caine Alfred if you will But he was of course in other, other films Italian Job and and oh man, what is his resume? He's been, um, uh, was it the French? No, no, I want to see a French Connection. I think it was. I'm pulling it out, but he was in the original Get Carter. He was in, uh, The Dirty Scoundrels, Miss Congeniality, Austin Powers, of course, The Gold Member, uh, Inception, The Prestige. Oh my God, Tenet. And of course, he played Alfred in the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, so, I don't know, is this maybe his worst film? I mean, I'm gonna have to go and, and Google his, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but nonetheless, he was in The Revenge, I mean, excuse me, Jaws The Revenge, and I don't think they pinned it as Jaws 4, but it, I mean, it's basically the fourth one. So this one takes place years after the events of the first two films, uh, Young... Sean Brody, who is played by, I am looking for him, Mitchell, Mitchell Anderson, whoever the fuck that is. But we see him, I guess, following in his father's footsteps and becoming a sheriff's deputy. And he, I guess, stays, lives, uh, is engaged. He's, I want to say living at home, but I don't think he, they say he's living. He just he was cooking in the kitchen with his mother in the film, but uh, he stayed. I mean, he stayed in his hometown, became a sheriff's deputy. He is is Christmas. It's about Christmas time, and so he goes ahead and he's shopping with his family. He has to go back to the office, quote unquote. He goes and just before he's you know calls it a day, there's a. I would say 911 call, but there's a call to the sheriff's office that they need help moving some driftwood that's been caught. And I guess it's the, 
buoy. So he's like, I want to put it off or send somebody else. And the lady, the sheriff's secretary, whatever, she's like, no, he's has to be done tonight because it's and that. So he's like, okay, fine. And we see later that she feels almost a little bit responsible. Like if you think about it, like, oh, no, you have to get it done. And this, well, basically, let's long story short, he gets attacked by a fucking shark. He gets attacked. Uh, he goes off to do that little job to move the driftwood, and he gets attacked by a shark for whatever reason. And they don't get into it too much, but they do kind of sense that. They do kind of hint that, oh, Lorraine, Miss Brody has a psychological connection to the shark. She can sense it when it's going to attack. I thought that was stupid as fuck. Like, you're trying to make it like... The shark is out for revenge because maybe the shark was an offspring of the previous two sharks or something. Or, like, a random... I mean, I'm not a fucking biologist. I'm not a fucking scientist. Nor am I, you know, a shark enthusiast. Like, sharks are freaky as fuck. I don't even want to fuck with this movie. Because, I mean, when I was a kid, because it was like, don't go into the water or whatever. You know, you find out later on in the first film, they had issues with the mechanical shark. That's why you didn't see him a lot. And then that's what built to, that's what built up the tension. And that's what made it seem like, oh shit, when he did see him, you know, that's what gave that movie its it factor, I guess. I don't know what better way to put it. But in some way, in the later on in the film, they say she's explaining herself to Michael Caine's character, which, let me go back... And he plays Hoagie, which is kind of a weird weird name, but he plays, uh, well, look, look, I'm jumping from place to place. So her son dies, and the sheriff's secretary is, like, remorseful, and you almost see, kind of see maybe she feels responsible. But they don't go into, like, oh, I'm so sorry, don't blame me, don't hate me, whatever. They don't do none of that. I mean, because who's going to, I mean, that's going to end up on the cutting room floor. So uh, Michael... Uh, her oldest son, Michael Brody, played by Lance Guest, the starfighter dude, him and his family are living in the Bahamas. He's working as a marine biologist or something with Mario Van Peebles' character uh, named Jake. And kudos to him with that Bahama accent. He, or, I don't know if it's a Jamaican. Or it's like, he has like a Caribbean accent. Um... So he, there, they have like a grant or something. So they're working in the water. Well, this happens, and he he flies up for the funeral, and he he's trying to be there for his mother, and she has like a mental breakdown, almost like it seems like a mental breakdown where she's like, I don't want you, I don't want you anywhere near the water, and this and that, and blah blah blah. He came, he came after your brother. It's like, it's almost like that Saturday Night Live skit. Where the fucking shark comes to the door like, Gunnagram, uh, hello? UPS, uh, I didn't order a package. Uh, pizza Hut, I, I didn't order pizza. Uh, uh Gram, oh, Gram. <laughs> he opens the door and the fucking shark just, rawr, fucking <laughs> attacks. I love that old classic shit. And this fucking chair squeaks too goddamn much, sorry. 
So anyways, she's she's freaking out. She's like, oh, you don't, I don't want you near the water, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, bomb, I have to. This is my job, blah, blah. I was like, look, why don't you just come home with us, celebrate the holidays with us for a few weeks, and then it'll get your mind right, and, and you know, you won't be so you won't be alone for the holidays, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So she agrees. And so they all go down to the Bahamas for the holidays just to get some R&R, just to, like, spend some family time, and so he can continue his work. Well, his wife is a, I guess she's, like, an artist where she works with, like, metalwork and stuff like that on, I don't know, what, do you, what would you call them? I have no clue what you would call them, but she she's an artist or whatever. And you see some tension between them later on in the film where he's, like, she gets mad at him for about taking out the trash or something, which is, like, a typical, you know, small you know issue that couple like oh you didn't take out the trash I, I mean you know what I mean so um but before that I mean like we meet Hoagie he's the pilot that flies them from to the little island of the Bahamas from wherever they landed or wherever they set off from or whatever like the airport and uh he he takes a liking to her he lives on the island so he sees her and then they start they spark up a conversation and they spark up a little like oh you're nice and i like you you're you know like a little relationship ish i mean full-blown but like you know what i mean you can see it brewing and then she admits to him that she feels like a connection to the shark or she has like these this feeling and you see it happen when jake and michael are they're basically diving under and tracking seashells not seashells like uh well they're in a seashell shellfish i don't know they, they're, they're doing something tracking some they're tracking these uh sea urchins that's there we go we'll go with the sea urchin i don't even fucking know what they are and you can tell jake is just like come on man he, like he has he's like man we should be doing something greater something more mean like something more exciting like he he's itching at it and he's in like this mini submarine and out of nowhere this fucking shark appears now from what i understood sharks will not go into warm water apparently the warm water of the caribbean you won't see a lot of sharks there i don't know uh okay well i'm looking right here he jake is eager to research it because great white sharks have never been seen in the bahamas due to the warm water I don't know if, I mean, I'm saying that, I'm assuming it's true, but, uh, so he, he, the shark shows up and kind of like glances, like swims by him and he sees in this big ass great white and it literally ignores him. Like it swims right by him and ignores him and goes after the boat. Michael's on the boat. And for some reason, Miss Brody, Ellen Brody, Ellen has like a freaking like vision or something or senses it and at this time uh hoagie michael kane has taken her and is basically showing her around the island showing there's a festival going on there's this there's festivities going on and she's trying to show her a good time and like yeah get your mind off of it blah blah blah. which at the time when he sees her on the beach she's watching the little girl she's watching her granddaughter did was there a reason why she was watching the grill? They never, they never allude to, oh, well, let me take you home and let me see your mom and whatever. You just assume that, but it's like almost like they said, "Fuck you, kid." 
<laughs> I'm gonna go try to fuck your grandma. Fuck you. Build your sandcastle. <laughs> so, when this shark appears and that all that shit happens, he's like, she's like, oh, oh, oh. It's like she's like almost freaking out a little bit, but he calms her down. The shark, like I said, ignores Jake in the submarine and goes after the boat that has Michael on it. And it was like, when this happens, Jake just, you know, dude, we got to fucking track this shark. It's never, you know, they've never, they don't ever, they, they've never really been seen in the Bahamas. We have to, you know, so he starts doing this side gig or this side research project. So he makes like a little beacon tracker, whatever. So the next time they do see him, they can attach it to the shark, track its heartbeat and, and, you know, study it. And that's what they do. See, Michael never admits to seeing the shark because he knows if he says anything, his mother's going to freak the fuck out. And then it's like, he'll just keep it to himself, which he does with Jake. And at this time, his wife, like I said, she's an artist. She's making a statue or a, a statue or a monument, some kind of sculpture for the island. And it's going to be presented uh, in a couple of weeks or whatever after New Year's. And also everybody's, you know, he keeps it under wraps and, and, and she's working on her project. And then Ellen is having their hanging out with Michael Caine. They spend New Year's Eve together. Everybody's having a good time. Um, Jake almost lets it slip out that they, you know, they, they saw a shark or that they're studying the shark. But, you know, Michael kind of like nudges him a bit. So... Weeks go by, everything's good. They track the shark. Um, when the time for I'm looking for her name, Carla, the Michael Michael's wife. Carla's gonna present this this sculpture. This little girl. Now this is another thing. This little girl has all over the place. It's almost like they don't whoop her ass, you know, discipline her to calm her the fuck down. Because as soon as they get back home to the Bahamas, she's telling her mom, Oh, mom, mom I'm going to go outside and swim, swim. I want to go play. I want to go play. She bolts out of the taxi. Uh, I guess they live in like a community where everybody shares a dock and there's a swing on the dock and you can swing off the dock and jump in the water, whatever. So she's swinging and swinging. And swinging. like she's, she, There's a couple kids playing. So she just bolts over there and starts playing. Like, hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm swinging. And, and the grandmother freaks the fuck out. No, no. Get over here, get over here. And then the mother goes and gets her and she's freaking the fuck out. <laughs> she uh the little girl's like, No, the I think her name is Tia or Tess Tia. Her name is Tia. And she's no no and she's like making a big old fuss and like the two other kids are just watching her like, The fuck is going on here? Almost like they didn't even know about the movie. They're just like, What the fuck? This little fuck girl just came out, started swinging and now she's out. Her mama's gonna whoop her ass. So the little girl's already you know, acting a fool. I love how, if you remember the first movie, where, uh, I think it's the, either Michael or Sean, I think it's the youngest one. He's kind of mimicking his dad. His dad's there on the table doing fidgeting, whatever, and the, drinking his coffee or whatever, his beer, and the boy just kind of mimics every gesture that he's making. And then Brody, uh, the the dad realizes it and just starts you know doing random things and the kid does random things they do a flashback of this and so then once they do the flashback of that 
then they kind of recreate it with Michael and his daughter, where she's just copying him and this and that. Which I thought that was pretty cool. That was all right. Um, where am I going? Okay, so the incident that kind of pushes it to closer to to the climax of the film is when the present presentation happens. Uh, everybody's there except for Michael and Jake because they're out chumming the waters trying to get research on the shark. Um, the little girl, for some reason, decides she wants. She's. I mean, you're all dressed up. You're there. They're on the beach presenting the sculpture for the people of the island. You're maybe like in your Sunday's best or whatever. What makes you think? Oh, I want to get on the banana boat because this little dumb bitch decides she's gonna say fuck you, mom. I want to be on a fucking banana boat with random people, and I want to have fun. Like I don't know. You just just characters that annoy the fuck out of you, and this shit happens, and it's like what the fuck, but. This happens, you know, to progress the story because this shark comes and attacks. I mean, it doesn't attack her, but it's com- basically coming after her. Like, are they trying to make it seem like the shark knows everybody that is in the family? Like, oh, I know, I'm gonna go after the son. I'm gonna go after the the the, the grandbaby. And uh, if the lady gets in the water, she has nightmares of being attacked by the shark too, which which was funny. Um, so the but the shark attacks the kids on the or the people on the banana boat. He misses her like she's yeah, there's like maybe what three or four people on the banana boat. She's not the last person. She's the second to last. Well, the shark somehow manages to get the last person, and you see this fucking scene of just him or it grabbing the person, the lady, and just chomping at her and. And all this blood, and it just it freaked the kid out. They everybody else got to safety, but it's like all these people are running to quote unquote help. What the fuck are you gonna do? Are you like you're just adding more fucking uh, uh, potential victims to this fucking shark attack? I mean, that sucked. That one person is you know shark food, but the only person that really do anything is the motherfucker in the boat hauling the banana boat. Put that motherfucker in fucking high gear and get the fuck out of there. At least circle wide enough and head straight to the beach, you know. Get these motherfuckers to safety. Everybody else is running. Ah, Like, what the fuck are you going to do? You're just getting wet. You're not in your fucking bathing suit. And at the same time, you don't have any guns. You don't have any spears. At least have a goddamn Aquaman trident to at least poke the motherfucker in the eye. You know, but it, it was just it just boggled my mind when I saw that scene that everybody just ah, running, running like you can you can't. I mean, I was at the beach recently. Fuck that shit! You can't hardly. I mean, you going against the waves and all that shit. I mean, if I was mother, if I was motherfucking Aquaman, I'd be able to do something. But I, motherfuckers, I ain't Aquaman. I can't do shit. And by me, I mean a pedestrian or. Or, or, or somebody's seeing this shit from the beach. Like, I mean, best thing you do is just scream like, swim away, and just scream like a dumbass. So, the little girl's fine. They're, the the mother's kind of comforting her, and here here comes fucking Michael. Oh, what happened? How was, how'd the ceremony go? It's like, oh, no. She explains, you know, that she got, that there was a shark attack, and 
your mother said and this is what fu- is funny as fuck she just stole the boat she just said fuck it and she didn't have no we- she didn't have no weapons either she just said fuck it i'm going to find this shark and i'm going to kill it how the fuck you don't have nothing you don't have nothing if i'm going to go af- quote unquote go after a shark i'm at least taking a goddamn rifle uh, uh, you know at least a shotgun if that motherfucker gets like 10 feet just bow right in this fucking eye you have no pitchforks, spears, whatever, you know, like a, a, a harpoon gun, you know, shoot that motherfucker in the eye. Um, you have nothing. You just swim, you're just going out there in a boat, in a sailboat nonetheless. I mean, it's not a speedboat or a fishing boat. It's like a fucking sailboat. So, uh, this is another thing that's fucking freaky. So, Michael goes after to help his mom, to go save his mom. Him and Jake and Hoagie. Well, first off, they jump in a fucking little, uh, uh, a smaller boat to get to the bigger boat. Like, that's even, that's a brilliant idea. And Hoagie's like, no, you can't get, you will never find her in that thing. Come on. They, he gets, they get into a fucking airplane and they circle around. I get that. That's a good idea to fucking get an aerial view of where we can find her. And then, boom, hey, these are the coordinates. Somebody, you know, Coast Guard, come, you know, somebody come and help this old dumb bitch. These dumb motherfuckers landed in the fucking water. Now, it's not even an aqua boat. You know what I mean? With the little, you know, the bottoms where you can land on the water. Like, it's an island. You don't have a fucking aqua boat? Like, for this, like, for a rescue or anything? Like, you, hey, hey, can I borrow your aqua boat? Cool. What? So they landed in the water. It fucking sinks. The shark attacks them. They jump on the fucking, uh, oh, and I skipped this part. I'm sorry. Just before the banana boat incident, Michael's underwater checking the sea urchins, and he gets attacked by the shark again, and this shark actually goes after him. The submarine follows him into a sunken ship and Suhawet. I don't know how this fat fucking shark gets into the fucking actual sunken uh, ship, but he's in the fucking ship. Now, I ain't a goddamn architect, or especially a boat architect or whatever, but I'm pretty sure that's a pretty cramped space. So this shark is not made out of fucking, you know, jelly where you can just zoop, zoop, you know? He can't conform to the fucking space. So that was one thing. And somehow he, he cornered uh, uh, Michael, and then Michael just said, fuck it, took his oxygen tank off and just busted the bottom and fucking shot off to the fucking surface. So that happens. Now at this end part where they're all on the boat, Jake, oh, what were they doing? Oh, Jake created some kind of like shocking mechanism, some kind of because uh, of the the sensors on his body uh, that's that they did earlier. He also made like some kind of it was a flashlight and something, and it was it, somehow it would create like an electrical impulse, and the fucking shark would react to it like almost like getting shocked in the water. So, I love how this motherfucker just turned out to be Aqua MacGyver. And if you're playing along with the drinking game, every time I say Aqua, take a drink. Aqua, Aqua, Aqua. I just fucked you up. So, he makes this fucking machine like Aqua MacGyver. And uh, he goes to basically stab the shark again or throw it into the shark or somehow get it in, you know, uh, onto the shark. He gets fucking eaten. And the crazy thing about it is, I learned that in the theatrical release, that motherfucker stayed dead. He gets attacked by the shark, that motherfucker's dead. 
in the DVD release and in the international release, he somehow survives at the end. And him and everybody else at the end of the movie kind of like swim. You know, they're safe. But he survives. Uh, and the version I saw, which was probably the DVD version too, because I saw it on Peacock. Because if you have Peacock, it's free. I think all the Jaws films are free because uh, it's fucking Shark Week, y'all. It's fucking Shark Week. As of this recording, it is the beginning of Shark Week. But as this, as you're hearing this, pretty sure during Friday or Saturday, it's already close to the ending of Shark Week. So, anyways, that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> that's why I'm doing this fucking movie. So. They survive because they do that fucking, they shock them and shock them. And this is another thing that's funny. Because in the original, from what I'm seeing here, from the in the original release, theatrical release, she stabs the shark in the the bow, I guess. The, 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 there's something at the edge of the, of the boat, and it was broken whenever Jake got attacked. So it made like, it looked like a busted up uh, piece of wood. Basically something you can impel the fucking shark with. So in the in the theatrical release, it's it says here that we just see she impels the shark when it jumps out from being buzzed, uh, electrocuted, and it bleeds out. In the DVD version, the impaling somehow causes the fucking shark to explode. My fucking screen just okay. I thought the fucking power went out. <laughs> I ain't editing shit out, y'all. This you. You're hearing me fucking freak out because my computer screen closed. Okay. So, like I said, when she impels the shark, it somehow exploded the shark, which there was no fucking air tank in the motherfucker. The electrical impulse device wasn't explosive. So, it's like, how the fuck does my... So, what? You just... Every time this fuck... Like, I know in the first movie, he shoots the tank in his mouth, so that causes it... Boof, that causes the explosion. And the second one, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, and the third version, I haven't seen that one. I mean, I've seen it, but I fucking don't remember. I just remember that shark coming at you, and like it was like 3D, like... Ugh. And so you would think, okay, that's the end of the movie. Cue credits. No. They see everybody uh, safe and sound on the land, whatever. The mother's getting fixing to jump in the plane with Hoagie and go back to... Uh, what is it? Maine or whatever, Amityville. And uh, and that's the end of the movie. The Revenge. Somehow the shark knew who the fuck the Brodies were and came after them. Killed the son in the, at the beginning of the movie and then said, fuck it, I'm going to swim. Where the fuck these motherfuckers go? Oh, they went to the Bahamas? All right, motherfucker. And just swam down the coast. So that is it, guys. That's the fucking episode on Jaws the Revenge. Holy fucking shit. It's... From what I can see, there's, I mean, I just did a simple Google and one of the random searches is how did Jaws die in the revenge? Why is Sheriff Brody, why Sheriff Brody didn't return for Jaws 3? Okay, because the motherfucker was dead. Why is Jaws the revenge so bad? And it says here is Jaws the revenge is without doubt a bad movie so much so that it's gained an almost mythical aura. It takes a special set of circumstances to create a film as clamatorous as revenge. I don't know what the fuck that word means. Google. And, uh, let's see how it sounds. Clamatous. Clamatous. What'd you say, girl? 
Calamitous. Oh, so sexy. Involving calamity, catastrophe, or disastrous. Okay. So, that is it. Oh, shit. My co-host is beating down the damn door. I guess it's time to send it out to the outro. Stay tuned after a word from an old-ass sponsor. Peace. What's up, everybody? I hope y'all are enjoying the episode or have enjoyed the episode, depending on where I put this spot out. But do me a favor. Head over to Teespring. Use promo code TikTok for 25% off your order. Help a brother out. Enjoy the rest of the episode and your day. Peace. That is it, guys. That is the episode. I want to thank you so much for checking it out, listening, downloading. Please like and subscribe on everywhere. I mean, I'm on YouTube. I'm putting out, I call them popcorn bites, where they're like little slideshow uh, with little snippets from the episode. Everything up to this episode. Uh, seasons, I think I have season one. I don't know. Season two and three for sure are out there. But please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, if you're going to buy a t-shirt off my Teespring store, please use the promo code TikTok for 25% off your order. And then if you want to watch this movie and you want to help support the podcast, please hit the link I have in the description. It'll send. It's an affiliate link. It'll send you to Amazon Video Prime. You don't have to buy it. Just rent it. Hopefully that shoots a little bit of Skrilla back my way but if you just want to watch the film and say fuck the podcast check it out on peacock <laughs> uh what else what else what else is on my mind that's about it i mean everything else. i think i'm working on a website a blog website um it's been a while i haven't worked on that it's not released yet but when it does i'm definitely going to put that out there but go check out my link tree all the social media links are there Again, there's a YouTube link, all the links to the podcast feeds. I haven't done an extra butter show in a while, so I'm probably going to work on that one pretty soon. Probably go do the original Jaws. I mean, it is Shark Week. But other than that, that's the show. That's the episode. Remember, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Peace. Nanu, nanu.